You're welcome to this new episode of New Digest. It's your host, Great Ovie. How are you doing? How is your week going for you? How have you been? Well, if, if brief shout out to Real Madrid on their brilliant performance in Anfield yesterday. They made sure Liverpool walked home alone last night. <laughs> well, that's not what I'm talking about today. Well, today we have something in store for you. Something juicy, something entertaining, something motivational, something inspirational, something that will make you live from point A to point B, all in the way to become a better person because that is what you digest is all about. We open your eyes to the possibilities of success every week with a juicy and informative episode to make you a better person all round. Well, that's it at your digest. You know, we don't really talk much here in our intro parts unlike last episode. And also, yes, talking about last episode, I have gotten a lot of reviews and a lot of listens. I would like to appreciate you all for what you've done so far and the aggressive sharing on my link. Telling your friends and your friends telling your friends about this episode because a lot of people out there are going to despair one way or the other due to one heartbreak or the other. And that episode has helped a lot. So if you haven't listened, this is just my little time to go back and listen to the episode. Probably you might understand what I'm going to talk about because, like I said, each new episode is gotten from a previous one. A point from an episode can make a new episode. Like what I'm going to talk about today now, if you haven't listened to a previous episode, you might probably not understand what I mean, like how important it is. Yeah, what I'm going to talk about in the main part of this episode in any moment from now. So if you are just listening to us for the first time, go back and listen to that episode before you come here. But if you want to continue, well, I can stop you. Just sit back, relax, get your writing materials, get your headphones because you are in for a bumpy ride. Peace out. Well, if you've gotten to this section, you deserve a round of applause. So, can I hear you clap? <laughs> yeah, well, you're welcome to the main section of this episode on knowing yourself well. Yeah, you've seen the topic, you've seen the caption, whatever I like to call the name <laughs> I give my episodes. All right, so, knowing yourself well. In society today, most people tend to to lose value of themselves, they see themselves as wastes, as not amounting to anything, and they actually accept anything. They take shit from anyone, any time of the day, because they don't know their self-worth. Well, this episode is here for just that. This episode is here to rejuvenate, to kickstart that thought process. Mind you, this is not about entitlement. This is about your worth. What you worth. Every human on earth has something that they are good in. They have a gift. And knowing that gift, knowing the value of that gift, knowing what you possess is your self-worth. This episode is actually going to be targeted. As all our episodes are, it's targeted at a part of you. So I don't know what you want to call this, but this episode wants to educate you, wants to educate your mindsets. Because you can't just be taking shit from everyone, you can't be taking shit from everybody every time without knowing what you want. You want something. Like I said in my episode in The Mirror Effect, I said, you have value more than pound sterling. 
you have value more than diamond. Your, your worth, what you have in you, you can have those things. It all comes from a man. It all comes from a woman. It all comes from your inside. That is, you have that self-worth. Many people tend to um, mix it up. Self-worth and self-esteem. Self-esteem, most cases, it actually relies on what people actually um, think about you, their, their opinion about you, what they feel about you, what they can say about you. But once you have, you know your self-worth, your self-esteem is impregnable. Your self-esteem is imprevious. Your self-esteem is, is well defended, is, is well covered. It can't be affected by what people say about you. Well, I have a definition of self-esteem here from the University of North Carolina. It said self-worth, the counseling department, it said self-worth is the internal sense of being good enough and worthy of love and belonging from others. This is not entitlement, of course. You know you are worthy of love. You know you are worthy of this and you are not getting it. Leave that area. You know you are worthy of getting a period. You know you are worthy of being, of getting something because of what you bring to the film, what you bring to the organization. But you're not getting it. You move someone else to where what is. It's not entitlement. It's knowing what you want, your worth. Self-worth is often confused with self-esteem. Like I said, it relies on external factors such as success. That is self-esteem. It relies on success, achievement to define worth and can be often inconsistent leading to someone struggling with feeling worthy. So you're not performing what you're feeling. Your self-worth starts diminishing. No. Your self-worth shouldn't be based on your achievement. It shouldn't be based on your success. It should be based on who you are, what you have in you, what you know you can deliver. For example, now, I'm a full-time player, a, fo a football player, and I have won Ballon d'Or a lot of times. That's the, I was the best player. And I go to a team and they are paying me a low amount of money. Though I love the team, a very popular player did this, Lionel Messi. He knows his world. Yes, he loves Barcelona. He loves the team. He's, 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 he's they call him GOAT, greatest of all time. And he wants to reduce his salary. I'm not saying he doesn't love money or he's being entitled, but he knows his worth. He knows the worth, what he brings to the team. And he didn't accept it. That is self-worth. The ability to know your worth and you don't take shit from anyone at any time. Because you know your worth, you know what you carry. You know your talents. You've discovered yourself. That's exactly what it is about self-worth. Self-worth is not an easy thing to develop, actually. It's not very, very deep. It's not actually easy. It's, it's a gradual process. But mind you, once you've developed it, there is no way it can get destroyed or diminished. Do you know why? It doesn't need approval from others. It doesn't need input from others. It's yourself. It's your self-worth. It takes time to grow, yes. It takes time to develop, yes. But once you've gotten to that, attain that, that stage, you've gotten through all the requirements, you know your self-worth, then there's no way anyone can make you feel inferior. There's no way anyone can put you somewhere you don't want to be. There's no way someone can place you in a position where you know you aren't. The thing about low self-esteem is that you create the exact situations that you need to avoid in order to boost self-esteem. People with low self-esteem, they create 
situations. You tell them something good about them. They like to take a negative result of everything. You don't take a positivity. This is where self-worth comes in. Once you know your self-worth, someone tells you, you have a nice voice. I love the way you cry yourself around. Someone tells you that, well, you're not that perfect. You need to work on yourself. Uh, this You start taking the other part because you're used to negativity. You don't know your self-worth. Am I communicating here? Knowing your self-worth goes a long way. Huh? The good thing is that I've come up with six methods which you can practice Before going to the six methods, I would like to just share with you the component of self-worth. What self-worth entails. There's ability, there's effort, and there's performance. The first step, knowing your ability. What is my ability? What can I do? What do I have the ability to do? What is my strength? What is my weakness? The ability. Then you have your effort. How much effort are you putting into that? Yes, you can do something, but how much effort are you putting into that? That's just something you need to check on. Then your performance. Knowing your ability stimulates your effort in doing a particular task and your performance is what brings about the result. So that result is what shapes you, shapes the self-worth. And also, I said I'm going to share with you the six ways to know your value and self-worth, which I am going to share with you in any moment from now, which you should be cognizant with. The first of them is maintain positive self-esteem. I always say this, maintain positive self-esteem. Like the example I gave previously, I said, people with low self-esteem, they tend to easily accept a negative review about themselves or their abilities than the positive one. Because they feel that's the legit one, they feel that's the right one. Why? They don't know their ability. Neither are they putting any efforts towards that ability they know what it possess and therefore it's hindering their performance that sums up their self-worth. Maintain positivity. Is it your appearance? Is it your height? Is it your weight? Is it your, your, your race? Is it your skin color? Is it, is it your whatever you think? Is it your background? Is it your religion? Whatever you think. You'll be comfortable with who you are. That's the first step. Once you are comfortable with who you are, you can be able to assess yourself to know your ability. You know your ability and you put effort towards it. You're shaping up self-worth. Like I said, building up your self-worth is a very, very difficult task because it takes time. But once you've gotten that self-worth, it becomes impregnable. The second of them is recognize the difference in you. What difference do you make? What do you bring to the table? What do you bring to the firm? What do you bring to the organization? What do you bring to the team? That is something you should think about. What do I have that this person doesn't have? What can I do that this second person can do? What scenario 
can I bring on that that person can do? This isn't comparing yourself or making yourself feel above or below. You're just knowing the facts. For example, there's a way you do your things that is easy for you and other people find it very hard and difficult to do. That is something. That's an ability. With more effort, can bring about a performance that is different. Not it's somehow different from Balabu right now. <laughs> you are thinking already. Something that is different from what people can do, that you can do. That is recognizing the difference that you can make. The third step here is see yourself as a pair. Have a personal sense of value. What do I mean here, seeing yourself as a pair? You know, when you say people in pair groups, they all see themselves as equals. Equal with individuals in business, in relationships. Nurture and elevate the best of yourself. And never shy away from giving yourself a second chance. For example, you messed up with... Uh, you're working in a company and you messed up with your boss or you are head of an organization and you messed up and feel let down or relationship issues. You start feeling let down or probably intimidated by your partner. Have a personal sense of value. See yourself as a peer. See yourself as equal. If they can do it, so can I. If they can achieve that, so can I. This isn't Talking about being um being proud or being um having this unhealthy competition or having rivalry. At times rivalry can be very healthy if you don't have him, even if you're not aware of that. But when you see yourself as a pair, you see everything equal. If that person can do it, so can I. I'm not going to feel down. They're not yes, this is my self-worth. That person is performing, you're performing. Like giving that person a high pay, your pay is low, you know that yes. My worth, I deserve to get as high as the other person is getting because I know my worth. I know the difference I make. And I'm comfortable with what I can do. And I know I can do it in the best positive way. Then why am I getting this pay? Why am I getting this low pay? Why am I getting this, this low attention, this, this low engagement? You see, all these things which are, I'm listening, you see, they are, all, they are all linked. The first to the second. And now we are in the third. See yourself as a pair. The first one is do not undercharge for your services. Come on. You're a marketer. You're a medical personnel. You work here. You work there. Be professional. Yes. You might think that if I undercharge, I'm going to get more customers. But do you know that there are people that actually feel that the higher the price, the more valuable the services they get are. The higher the price, the more quality it is. You know that. So, thinking that I undercharge, I'm helping the masses. No! Now, I'm not saying that you should put in, in a ridiculous price tag that is going to rip off your, your, your clients, your customers, your patients, whatever it is, wherever field you are. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that when you know your worth, do not undercharge. It's doing your worth. People say, oh, this guy is cheap, bro. I'll come back later. You understand? Do not undercharge. There are people that see you as a professional. See the people that see that. If you notice, why do you notice that in business, like people that are actually outsiders, 
For example, you're into an online business. Why is it that people that are clearly outsiders, people that aren't even close to you, that haven't met, actually value your your goods, value your things more than people that are very close to you? Why do you think so? It's because of the value they get from you. They're not familiar with you. They're not familiar with you. And you don't undercharge for your services. Never do that. Yes, because of fear of losing business, people try to undercharge and try to win people. But it is not always the case. There are cases that backfire. They start seeing your, your product as a cheap particle. They start seeing your, your services as very cheap. And they feel like, ah, it's not for me. I'm high class. People that actually have this affluence, they feel like, if what, I'm, what I buy, what I deal with is not designer, is not high, then it isn't quality. And the fifth one here is be clear about your values. Be clear about your values. Set your boundaries. I have a friend of mine that actually I I had this conversation with and the person was like, doesn't want to hurt people because the person is a very nice person. But setting boundaries has kind of come like a very high uphill tax because the person doesn't want to come out as being rude. I was like, well, Actually, stating your boundaries to someone doesn't actually come off as rude. In fact, the person will see that you know your value, you know your worth, and the person will respect that. It's even increase the person's respect for you. Like I said, when you know yourself worth, you don't take shit from anybody, from anyone at any time. Because, for example, you just met someone for the first time, you're getting to know each other, or a business partner, you're doing business for the first time, and your value, you start placing your value, start letting the person, okay, hey, I'm cool with this. I'm not cool with that. I'm cool with this. I'm not cool with that. The person will like, okay, this person is setting up boundaries already. Oh, already. We just met and previously never value. Okay, okay. The person will see as this, the person will see as someone that carries his or herself. Like the person like, oh, this person carries himself. This person carries herself with poise and dignity. <laughs> the word poise I got from my sister. There was a time that <laughs> we kind of were going out and I kind of dressed in this native attire. And my sister was like, well, we are dressing like this. You should work with poise. <laughs> like when she said, she said, I quite funny. Well, pardon my digression. Just that when I said the word poise, I just remember my sister saying that to me. And since then, girl, when I'm dressed, I carry myself with poise. <laughs> yeah. So you carry yourself with poise. And this is now added to the point already. <laughs> know your boundaries. Be clear about your values. Build a character out of values, not valuables. Not what you have, because what you have one day will get outdated, will get diminished. But your value will always stand sure. Build your character out of values. Define your values. Don't compromise. No matter what happens, do not compromise. There are things which I, for example, I from the beginning of my days in college and high school, I told myself I'm not gonna do this. I don't do that. Why? I don't compromise. I keep my values high. No matter the pressure, no matter the the pressure is it pressure or pressure? I don't even know how to pronounce it. But no matter the pressure or the pressure, you don't succumb to it. You don't compromise. You keep your values to yourself and you keep it at a very high standard. That is what maintaining integrity. Like I said, I draw out points from a previous episode. If you ever listened to Fist of Integrity, I believe you're going to listen to it right now. So you know what I'm trying to draw from there. You keep your values at a very high level. You make people know your boundaries. You set your boundaries as early as it is in whatever relationship, casual, uh, romantic relationship, business relationship, teacher, student, whatever it is, there should be this value, know your boundaries thing. The sixth, but not the last of them all, 
commit yourself to your passion. I don't know if it's just you, but one thing I, I find people that are passionate about something very attractive. Let's say I meet someone and I find that this person is so passionate about something. I find it attractive and I tend to respect that person. Because you know what you want and you are passionate about it. I respect those people. And to me, their value in my own eyes are like quite high. Like their stuff to me is quite high. Whatever you find yourself doing that you know you love doing and you actually find financial reward from it, you tend to actually have this passion for it. Having passion for something, it's, it serves you above, it shoots you above the rest. You become higher than the normal average entrepreneur, the normal average doctor, the normal average nurse, the normal average pharmacist, the normal average engineer, the normal average lawyer. You have passion for it and you are working. Because what you have passion for, you are going to have a, a greater commitment, a greater... What is the word for it? Let me speak in. Your ginger for that kind of work, where you like, where, where, where you get passion for, where, where. You go high, pass person to get ginger for him. Like, that kind of passion, you understand? Like, passion, you... You know something? When you love something and you are doing it with that passion, and the way someone else also doing it because of pay, you that have passion, you do it far better than that person. Remember I tell people, people that want to study medicine, that want to be a doctor, medical doctor, or even medical field at all, I tell you, ask them first, do you have passion for this job? Because if you don't have passion, you won't go a long way. Imagine you are not getting the exact pay you want to get. And patients, your productivity will become reduced because you don't have passion to save lives. It's just the pay you get that's actually motivating for that. So all in all, commit yourself to your passion. You do that, people around you notice that, oh, this is it. And you yourself, yourself with incredible, you know that, yes, I'm passionate about this and I can do this. And I'm getting results. Your self is going to increase. No matter what they tell you that you're not, you won't even listen. You know yourself when you're talking about something and someone is giving you a little bit. You're not going to accept that for anything. Alright, so I would love to give you guys a recap on what I've talked about so far because you're about to run up this episode and I don't want you to miss any point because all the points are vital for your development. <laughs> Alright, so uh, the first point I give out of the six ways, okay, let me start from the beginning. I explained self-worth. I said self-worth is not dependent on what people think about you. It's not the same as self-esteem, although self-esteem, having a positive self-esteem can actually help you knowing yourself self-worth and being a person self-worth, but it is not self-worth. And I also, I also share with you that people with low self-esteem also, they have this way of uh, accepting negative reviews about them than positive reviews about them. That a way to actually tackle is actually knowing your worth. When you know your worth, I know what you can do. You can't take shit from anybody at any time. And also I gave you the component of self-worth, which I know are the efforts, the ability, the performance. Oh, <laughs> let me rearrange it. The ability, the effort, and the performance. Knowing your ability, Know what you can do and the strength, your weakness, then the effort you put towards that ability, towards making that a success. And that's also what influences your performance. And then I gave you the six ways in which you can actually build your self-worth, keep your self-worth, or six things to actually do related to self-worth. The first of them is maintaining positive self-esteem. That is 
being comfortable with who you are, your weight, your height, everything that makes her represent you, your physical appearance, your mental uh, aptitude, anything that represents you, be comfortable with yourself, first of all. Then second of all, recognize the difference you make. That is confidently approach your negotiation. Hey there, this is what I can do. And I can do this perfectly well. This is what I even did one time. God, time is going, but let me still share this story with you. I don't think I've told a lot of people about it. I was going for a position. I went to a missionary boarding school, high school, and I was going for the position of a chapel prefect. And we had an election. I won the election landslide. I had the highest number of votes. And guess what? They called me for an interview for another position. So they interviewed him for another position, which was elaborated prefect. And I didn't really like it, but yeah, it's the post. So they called me the day before, on a Sunday evening, and they asked me, because they checked the photo and saw that I had the highest vote. They're like, okay, your name is here. So what exactly can you do the chapel effect? I told them what I could do and they were impressed. But this is the part that messed me up. They asked me a simple question. Great. Who do you think should be the chapel prefect and the assistant? Do you know what great did? <laughs> do you know what great did? <laughs> He called the names of two other individuals, leaving his name out. And the next day was the day they called out the prefect, the new prefect. And in that same order, I told them, was the same way they gave to those people. And they gave me on that position entirely, not even the British prefect. Because I wasn't able to convince them that I could do the job. I knew about the job, but I wasn't able to convince them I could do the job. So I'm telling you right now, don't make that mistake. Are you going for, for a job interview? Are you going for anything that requires you actually talking about yourself. If you know you can do it, say it. I'm not being, not about being religious by the grace of God. It's yes, by the grace of God, you can do it. But what if they are not even Christian, don't believe in God? <laughs> God has given the gift. You say it. I can do this. It's my tough. I can do this. It's my tough. I can do this very well. Convince them. Never be shy to bring out your gift, please. <laughs> don't be like me. I didn't get that push. And it was really, I was really ashamed, as in it was really, really emotional for me. I never felt so, so, so astonished in my life before. <laughs> Number three, see yourself as a pay, as an equal. Never have a personal sense of value. Don't, don't see yourself as inferior. Not show and elevate the best in yourself. Then number four was, do not undercharge for your services. Do not make yourself be like a chief particle. Don't be yourself at the center of the triangle. Don't be sandwiched. In a sandwich, there's a bottom part and the top part. In the society, looking, looking at business and economy, the top part is the brands. Very expensive, costly, affluent. The middle part, they are the part that are cheap. Obviously cheap because they want to be, uh, they're trying to copy the top, but they're not the top. Because they want to, they're making that product cheap to get more, more customers or clients, whatever they call it. Then they, but at the bottom, they're just simple things. Utility products that they actually produce are very necessary. Not looking at the price. Well, now let me explain how it is. Those that have money, that are wealthy, they will go for the ones at the top because it signifies prestige. There is quality. If you it's expensive, yes, that's quality. And uh, you know how it is. I'm wearing a designer clothing. Oh, this guy is rich. That's, that's prestige that comes with it. Then for those that aren't wealthy, that aren't well to do. For example, now I want to get a shoe for yourself and you don't really have money like that. You're going to get a shoe that's going to last you long. 
that it won't have won't come to start buying any shoe again. That is utility. Product with a high value of utility. Your price is low. It signifies that your your product is of low quality and people won't get it. So you see, you are sandwiched in the middle. Those are the top influence prestige, high quality goods, bottom utility. The sixth of them here is engage in work that is exciting and fulfilling. That is the last one of the list. And also commit yourself to your passion. Do what you are passionate about because this is what forms the bedrock of self-worth. All right, that's a wrap up on this episode on knowing your self-worth. For those of you that are stubborn that do not carry writing materials, go back and carry right now <laughs> and write it down and take note of all the points that were given. The earlier the better because this episode is actually educative. It's really, really helpful because I myself that listen to it, that's even hosting it, that's actually talking right now. I myself, I'm learning a lot also. So I really want you to be left out of this. Also, don't forget to share this link with your friends, loved ones, your colleagues at your workplace, wherever you think you are. Even your spouse, your married, your spouse, your friends, wherever you think it is. Don't forget to share this episode because it's very educative. It helps a lot of people. The more we know of ourselves, what's the better society is going to be. It's going to be a better place for all of us to live in. Well, that is all on this episode. Have a wonderful day. It's barely above 30 minutes. Oh, sure. <laughs> My apologies for those, but uh, you enjoy it now. Come on. It's really, really, really soothing. Well, that is all on this episode. Knowing yourself what I don't really have much to say again, unless I want to keep on ranting. <laughs> well, that is all. Have a wonderful day. Hope you enjoy your week. Don't forget to always stay productive. Peace out. Goodbye. Love you all.